Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Another week of Growing in Grace. Thanks for catching us. I'm Mike with Joel, and uh, we're just glad to have you with us here. Tell a friend if you would uh, take the time to just let somebody know that they can find our podcasts. A lot of people out there under uh, the burden of religion who could use a little freedom out there, and they'll find our podcast at growingingrace.org. In fact, there's like over eight years going on nine years worth of podcasts on there. And wow, I mean, I can't believe we've been doing it for this long, Joel. But uh, <laughs> we've discussed uh, some things about what we may be doing here in 2014, some things we'll be talking about. And I'm excited about it because um, we, we can just never stop learning enough about some of the, the ABCs and even some of the basics of, of God's grace and this, this incredible gospel this new covenant that we live under in Christ. There's there's so much to learn. There's just there's going to be no stopping us in 2014. <laughs> you can't stop us. We're going, and no one's going to stop us. And you know, there's a lot of I've seen a lot of arguing and going back and forth about various issues. There's all kinds of different doctrines being discussed out there, and you know, a lot of those things are worthy of being talked about and discussed and debated, but that's really not what we're about here on Growing in Grace. I mean, we could sit here and do a 10-part series on penal substitution versus Christus Vicar, uh, you know, Victor. We could do all these things like that but and, and argue the different points of all of that, but that's really not what we're about here on Growing in Grace. Like you said, Cap, the ABCs and 123s, the basics of, of life and grace, that's really what we want to convey here, because there are so many people who are walking around in their life in Christ feeling defeated or, or feeling burdened, heavy burdened with laws and rules and trying to keep up with everything that's taught in church, you know, all of these things that they're supposed to do. I put that in quotes, the word supposed to do. And um, we are here to provide, hopefully, some words that will help people to be free and to walk in the freedom for which God has made us free in Christ Jesus. And so that really is what we're about here on Growing in Grace and we do thank you again for tuning in and, and sharing this with, with somebody who might be burdened or who might need some freedom. The grace of God, God's goodness. Man, we got a lot to talk about again this week, Cap. Yeah, last week we started talking. Well, we've been talking about the nature of grace. And last week we talked about the proper attitude that we have as, as people under grace. And, and we briefly touched on believing and agreeing that we are indeed unconditionally loved, even though we, we did nothing to deserve it. We, we talked a couple of weeks ago, just touched briefly on resolutions and vows, and to try to avoid those, because that leads to trusting in the flesh. Uh, we talked about expecting to be blessed and realizing that we are blessed through Christ, the blessings that we received, even though, again, it's unconditional. We did nothing to, to earn or, or make ourselves worthy of, of these blessings. You were just touched on it, Joel. Uh, one thing we want to discuss today is to realize the goodness of God. That's part of the, the proper attitude that we have under grace is to realize God's goodness at all times. I realize 
there are situations and circumstances that occur in, in this life, in this fallen world, where people will sometimes start to question, why did this happen? Well, why is this going on? And how did it play out this way? And, and, and sometimes, you know, it's, it's a human element to sometimes ask some questions and struggle about some things because we know so little in the big scheme of things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you're, you're not going to figure it all out with your mind. But in your heart of hearts, you can know through the testimony of God's word that he is good. And his goodness, it, it doesn't wane. It, it doesn't come and go. It is always there, even when we can't see it. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, and I think you, I like what you say. You know, people do go through periods of doubt or even, you know, seeming unbelief or, or times where they're questioning God or or our understanding of God. You know, people go through those things, and, and those are a normal part of the human experience, I think. And uh, it's not to be confused with true unbelief, uh, you know, having doubts or, or not understanding everything, because it's true. We don't understand everything. We may have glimpses of God's goodness and grace. You know, we grow in this throughout our lifetime, and we may go through times in which we're not seeing what we thought was the reality. We're not seeing it, it being manifested or experienced in our lives. And so we do go through those times, and, and those are something that we need to allow people to go through. But we're talking about, like you said, the underlying theme, the underlying truth in all of this is that God is good. God is, you know, his blessings are true. His blessings are constant. He has already given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And so keeping that in mind, even if we go through the hard times, and then especially when we're going through some of those good times, you know, remembering to remind other people of God's goodness at all times, because that is really his, his nature. That, that is who God is towards us. He's good, and we can rest in that. Yeah, and even, even in those rough circumstances where, you know, just, I, I don't even, I'm hesitant to even start bringing up examples, Joel, but, sure. you know, in situations where, you know, there's death and pain and sorrow and different things that just, that, that, that aren't really good. Some people might think, even in some of those circumstances, that God was the, the cause of that, and he had some sort of a bigger master plan. And look, I'm not going to try and get into the mind of God, okay? But there are some things in the Scripture that would seem to indicate God really isn't in favor of, even though people experience them in this fallen world, in this life. And so I, I would just say that just because something happens doesn't mean that God was necessarily the the author of it <laughs> right but in, in the even in the middle of the of the pain and the suffering he is good and people do ask the question well why didn't he do something to stop it and that's where i i can't really i can't go there because i don't know all the answers right just, it's okay to say that once in a while when somebody asks you a question <laughs> and you don't know the answer it's okay to say that look i don't know the answer but here's what i do know I mean, you can even take something like, like sickness and disease. That's a big one. A lot of people experience that. You know, I know somebody who just in the, in the last several weeks or so lost a spouse, you know, early in life uh, to cancer. And I don't think they, they believe that God was the, the author of that cancer. You might ask yourself, well, gee, I, I, you know, I wish you just would have healed her. Well, you know, that's natural to want to feel that way because the Bible's pretty clear about 
God desiring to see people healed and, and, and healthy. Unfortunately, we are living in a fallen world. And so I'm saying all of this to, to try to get the point across that even if God isn't the one who caused the pain, he's going to be there with you through it all. I mean, he, he has compassion and he understands where, you, where I might not. He understands exactly what you're going through. That's just the way it is in this world. Right. And, and speaking of that phrase, in this world, you know, I'm looking at what Jesus said. He says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. And, and a lot of times when people are going through a difficult time, that isn't necessarily reassuring, and that's understandable. But it's, again, it's a foundational issue that when we are, if, if we can get built up in the truth, that in Christ, I like how the message words this, uh, I have told you all this so that trusting me you will be unshakable and assured, deeply at peace. In this godless world you will continue to experience difficulties, but take heart, I have conquered the world. So we're not promised that everything will always be okay, we are promised that there will be difficulties, <laughs> but Jesus Christ reassures us that in Him, trusting in Him, reassuring ourselves of God's goodness, in that we can find peace and we can find rest, even if things aren't always going to end up the way that we want them to. And so indeed, you know, we're not trying to say that, hey, you know, you shouldn't go through bad things because Jesus, or, or you shouldn't feel bad, you shouldn't feel doubt, you shouldn't ever feel discouraged. We're not saying that, because people do go through that stuff. I've been through doubt, I've been through discouragement, I've been through lack of peace at times in my life, and so I totally understand all that. We're just saying that, again, foundationally speaking, God is good, and that is something that we want to build each other up in. Exactly. And, and that's just part of the attitude of grace, is, is knowing that God is good at all times, even in this fallen world when we don't understand everything that's going on. This is, this is exciting stuff because he's, he's not against you, okay? He, he is for you. He gave his life. Imagine the author of life gave his life for us. He doesn't want to withhold any good thing from us even though we will have some challenges in this life. I mean, when you, when you stop and think about it, Joel, the thousands and thousands of people who have died because of their faith. Mm -hmm. It wasn't cancer. It wasn't sickness. It wasn't murder, per se. But they were martyrs. I mean, even some of the people in the early church that we read about in, in the New Testament, I mean, they, they died because of what they believed. Imagine that. That doesn't mean that God isn't good. He's always good. And, and he shows us favor now and forever because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. And this is something that's important to realize because you have been crowned with glory and honor. You are royalty now. And I know you don't always feel that way. I sure don't. But it isn't about how we feel and it isn't about how we perform. It isn't about our track record. We have been spiritually born into a kingdom that we are now a part of as royalty. That's right. It, that's exactly the truth. I think we're saying in the last couple of programs, maybe two or three programs ago, started off by saying something about what growing in grace is. It doesn't mean we're becoming more of something. We're just simply growing in the reality of what we already are. And sometimes it's true, our mind, you know, our thinking, our emotions, and even our will will sometimes 
go against the reality. Our emotions might tell us something different, you know, something other than what the truth is. And so, you know, reminding ourselves constantly, renewing our minds to the truth of what Cap was just saying, that we are royalty. We are God's sons. We are his people. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus at this very moment, even if our minds and emotions and our bodies don't quite testify to that fact, uh, we can remind ourselves that it is really true. God is good to us, and his goodness is was shown to us ultimately in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That in and of itself should be enough for us to realize God's goodness and his love. He demonstrated it in sending his son Jesus Christ to die for us. Well, we've got lots more to talk about in regards to God's grace, the nature of his grace, and how we relate to God through his grace. And one thing that we'll talk about next week is the fact that, you know, we're in Christ. Does that mean that we're trying to become a better person? Is it about improving myself? Is it about me performing for God, trying to become better? More efforts at trying to be better for God? Or is it all about God's work, his own work in us? We're going to talk about that next week and some other things as well, right here on Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.